It's hard to imagine as we sit here in the 2020s, but there are still some communities without the ability to access natural gas. This means higher energy costs, less reliability, and a lack of options for homeowners and businesses. Well, in Mississippi, Spire stepped up for an expansion in the Hattiesburg community and instantly had an impact, delivering energy to customers who needed the reliability and affordability natural gas brings to the table. Well, what difference did it make? We'll talk about it today on the Beyond the Boots podcast. Thanks for taking a few minutes to press play to join us here on the podcast. I'm your host, Jason Merrill. On this edition, we'll highlight Spire's recent expansion in West Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and how bringing natural gas to a community can instantly make a difference. But first, it's our values moment, our opportunity to talk about our values of safety, inclusion, and integrity. And in talking safety, we want to talk safe digging and why before a shovel goes into the ground, a simple three-digit phone call needs to be made. And to tell us more is Spire's Manager of Damage Prevention, Alan Meyer. Alan, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So, Alan, before we dive into this, you've got a a ton of experience in this arena, so talk a bit about uh, your background. I mean, uh, you've been at Spire for eight years, but prior to that, uh, you you were on the locate side, correct? That's correct. Uh, So, before coming to Spire, I served 17 years as a utility locator within those 17 years held many roles uh, within that. And then I was lucky enough to be hired by Spire. Okay. And so here at Spire, damage prevention manager, what does that entail? Well, essentially I have all things one call throughout the entire company. So whether you're in Wyoming and Illinois, Mississippi, you know, anywhere that we operate and have facilities, uh, we're everything one call. Okay. Well, you know, as the title you know, speaks for itself there. Damage prevention and eight one one is is a way for damage prevention, and I think most of us here at Spire do understand the importance of calling eight one one before digging. But you know, how should we talk to our our friends and neighbors about this so they have an understanding during Safe Digging Month? Well, I think it starts with the just a conversation, right? Is it you don't chastise people? Um, maybe there's just a misunderstanding of of why they should call. Uh, a lot of what we hear sometimes is, uh, I'm not going that deep, but you never know how deep a utility is. We've gotten better as time has progressed with the 811 message, uh, so it doesn't occur as often. But from time to time, it does happen. And again, it starts off with a conversation to, to make sure that they're, they're aware of, of how to do it. And, and one other thing I like to throw to them, too, is it's free. It, it's free for you to make that call. All right, so somebody makes that call free, and that is a good point because there are a lot of people who are under the misconception that this is something they would have to pay for. Um, what happens then after that call? Well, once you place your locate request, they will ask you where you're digging and, and take all that information down. Once that is processed, it goes out to the utilities uh, that are identified within that area. Uh, that goes out to all the utilities, and all utilities are required to respond to mark the facilities within your excavation site. Gotcha. Well, you know, one thing you can see happen sometimes is uh, somebody 
they make the call, the lines get marked, and they procrastinate, and they don't work in time. And then grass gets long. You know, a, a neighbor can pick up the flags and move them to mow the property and then put them back. And that is not what to do, right? I mean, uh, there's there's a time frame from when the lines are marked to when you need to start the project, right? That's correct. Uh, so, yeah, obviously it's, it's becoming mowing season here or soon will be. And uh, there will be times that you would have to mow and move flags. Uh, but to your question, the law says that you have to begin your excavation within 10 days, 10 days of the start date of the request. And, and a lot of why we do that as well is because other utilities can be installed from the time that your locate is marked to the time you get ready to do the work. So really it's it's just a safety mechanism built in. And then also, it, it to your point, it helps keeps the marks fresh, vibrant, so that you know exactly what you have in your dig zone. Okay. And despite um, us having this conversation about 811 and, and more people being knowledgeable about it, accidents can still happen. Um, what do you tell people um, for, for those who've accidentally hit a gas line? Well, yeah, obviously you have uh, humans performing the functions, so accidents can happen. Uh, but one important thing to remember, especially if you strike a gas line, you need to stop what you're doing, do not attempt to move any equipment, Move safely upwind of the gas blowing. Make your first call to 911. Your second call is to the gas company. And your third call is to 811 to notify them that a utility line has been struck. Great advice. And Alan, thanks for spending a few minutes to talk safety. In 2021, one of Spire's most exciting expansion projects was in West Hattiesburg, Mississippi, where our team connected a new region with natural gas who previously did not have access, meaning one of the fastest growing communities in Mississippi was reliant solely on electricity or propane. Our point person on the project, he's our friend Freddie Triplett. And Freddie, just to start off, can you tell us what your title is? Well, I'm a business development representative here in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, kind of our home base here. We're, we're glad to be here today, Jason. I'm glad to be with you, Freddie. Uh, so before we begin talking about the Highway 98 uh, project in West Hattiesburg, uh, just tell us a little about yourself. How long have you been with Spire and before that, Wilmot Gas? Yeah, uh, Wilmot Gas, uh, I guess since about, uh, been about 15 years now, Jason, and uh, really time has flown by quickly. Um, uh, I believe that in 2015, Spire uh, acquired us, and, uh, you know, we, we've been um, uh, doing the business development since then. Well, not only did they acquire, you know, the, the Wilmot Gas, they acquired you, Freddie, and they brought you into the <laughs> fold. And, and so what your role is, have you been in business development the whole time? Yeah, I've been in business development the whole time. I uh, was director of marketing for Wilmot Gas when we had it, but very close and similar roles and uh, requirements. So uh, gotcha. you know, it's, been a, it's been a good transition, and uh, uh, we, we love coming to work every day. All right, so in that 15 years, how long have you been interested in pursuing this Highway 98 expansion? Well, you know, since um, that particular area is Lamar County in Mississippi, it's the second growing, second fastest growing county in our in our state. And so when we uh, turn around and uh, look at that and we say, hey, we're, 
you know, we're in parts of Lamar County, but from a business corridor, we weren't anywhere there. So we looked at that, and, of course, you can imagine my my first conversation with Leadership Inspire that, hey, we, we'd like to build, you know, 3.2 miles of pipeline, but, oh, by the way, we've, we've got to go through two dams to do that. And so, anyway, we, we worked through that, and, uh, again, uh, I think with, with Spire and the way that we approach, approach projects is, uh, is uh, you know, very – very methodical very you know we we think about it a lot there's a lot of people that's involved from system planning to um you know engineers and 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 the entire team that shared services and we we come up with a plan and then we go out and again execute and uh, you know this is this hasn't been the exception this has uh, been something that's been good to execute Gotcha. Well, explain. I know you mentioned the county, and it's one of the fastest growing in the state. Um, kind of give an overview of the Hattiesburg area and Spire's footprint there, and and where this West Hattiesburg expansion comes into play. Yeah, you know, in a lot of communities, you have sometimes a westward growth or an eastward growth or whatever, and and so this growth is the epicenter of where people were building and where the commercial corridor was was in the past, you know, 15 years had been moving westward, and, and we weren't there. So as Hattiesburg was growing westward, we said, you know, we, we need to be there. We need to grow. And uh, so this was part of the, the thoughts to have this. And, you know, even ever since I've been with, with Wilmot Gas beforehand, we looked at this corridor, and it was something we wanted to go after. It's where the growth is. It's where the residential growth is, uh, soon to be the commercial growth. And, uh, you know, we're excited to maybe, you know, fill that, hole where we were underserved if you will and now we'll be able to do that okay so once you you got the the sign off from um, folks at spire what was the process in mississippi to to get this uh going uh the state public service commission i assume yeah this was it was a little unique because uh we treated this as a what we call a rural initiative rural expansion initiative and so you know, with that, uh, we had folks like Kyle Rogers, uh, you know, Chase Wright, Daniel Ford, those folks that deal with regulatory and deal with external affairs, approached the Public Service Commission and, you know, really told our story, told our story about how these folks in West Hattiesburg were underserved. And so as they told that story, uh, the, the, the behind-the-scenes work started, you know, uh, pipeline management, uh, how long, you know, how, what's it going to cost? How many people can we serve? Uh, you know, regulatory from a rate. So in the process, me as just a little business development manager, I learned a lot, you know, about our entire system and each segment and how they all need to tie together to accomplish, you know, one, one goal. So, yeah, the, the groundbreaking event when this all began um, was held at a business called Columbia Block and Brick. And I remember the uh, owner of that business uh, was interviewed on local television about the impact. And behind him, you know, his business sells these lanterns and they were all lit and, you know, fueled by propane. And for him, this was a big deal to transfer over from you know, propane and natural gas, which he very much needed for his business. Um, I mean, can you talk about like what a game changer this is for the community that natural gas is coming in? Yes, he, um, you know, he's been a long time uh, customer at his residence in Hattiesburg with us. So he knew, you know, the advantages and he knew the, the things that natural gas could do. He's got a great um, home there. And so 
in looking at this area, uh, not only does he do lanterns, he does grills, he does outdoor uh, appliances, he does outdoor grills, fireplaces. So uh, this was a game changer for him. He, he, he was all in after uh, we made the conversion from propane to natural gas. Um, he uh, turned around and uh, got a lot more appliances in. Um, we use that area as kind of a, we have a lot of, uh, you know, Corecom has provided us with a lot of uh, different marketing materials that we have there. So when his customers come in, they know who to contact. They know that this is kind of a hub of uh, natural gas and where it's going. And, um, you know, we, we get a lot of, lot of play off uh, Columbia Block and Brick in that area. Now, it's a team effort to get us a project like this off the ground. And this project was pretty special. And then not only was it under budget, but it was also done well ahead of schedule, right? I mean, talk a bit about uh, the, the team effort that went into this. Well, yeah. And, you know, it's just like any other team or whatever. It, it takes everybody. And, you know, um, I think that, uh, you know, Carl Ficken, he's our uh, general manager here for Gulf in Mississippi. And, he, he was he was good to kind of hold everything together there and uh, one other gentleman uh, Jason Blevins who's our project engineer our project uh, coordinator if you will uh, you know we had weekly meetings bi-weekly meetings and you know there's a process if you've ever been on on Jason's uh, uh, conference calls that you go through and, and end with and it, it really doesn't it, it no stone unturned if you will and so when you when you've got Richard J uh, you've got Mike Gornflow and his team, Kyler Stewart and his team, Hayden Cox uh, with pipeline management. Uh, you know, uh, they came over and uh, week in, week out, met with each other from a safety standpoint, no issues. We did have a third party that, uh, you know, were, was on top of uh, doing most of the work with our leadership, Hayden and uh, Kyler Stewart and his team uh, supervising that. And, uh, man, it just took a, 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 you know, you know, it may have been 30 people or more, Jason, and, you know, coming together, hey, what's the project, where are we going to go, what are we going to do, what's our timeline, and they just did an exceptional job of working with us. You know? Well, well, that's what I wanted to ask next. So where do you go from here? What, what, what is uh, next on the agenda for these kind of projects in Mississippi? You know, so I think... Uh, from a next step standpoint, the, the, the subdivisions that are around this. And I think what this does now is we're, we're, we're in a situ, uh, situation where now we've seen, Jason, since we've opened, we've had two to three car dealerships that are right now being built in that corridor. Uh, we, we've got another 170 home um, subdivision that's in the design stage that we'll be able to recoup. And those are the things that we knew going into this that we said hey you know we're not saying build it and they will come but we just knew that there was those things in the pipeline from a community standpoint that uh, you know we were knew they were coming and I think we're poised in a good spot if you will uh, to make those things happen now from a spire standpoint and natural gas standpoint yeah that's really what this this kind of speaks to is um, that <clears throat> People still really like natural gas, and they want natural yeah. gas to fuel their homes. That that's what really sounds like is coming through. I, I remember um, the the Chamber of Commerce down there was excited about this project, not only for residents but also for the business community, and that really is what seems to be coming through here. Yes, sir. 
You know, uh, we are in South Mississippi. You know, we don't have the cold that maybe some of my comrades in arms have in Missouri <laughs> and Kansas City every day. So, you know, I, I kid with them that uh, a lot of times, you know, I really have to do a good sales job to, to push this natural gas when it's, you know, 80 degrees most of the time down here. But, again, it, it's a great product. It's, uh, it's very economical. It's, uh, it's great to be used with different aspects of our everyday life, and that's what we try to show folks here in Hattiesburg uh, about what it can do for you and how it can set you up for success. So, Freddie, um, what you know, Spire is very much involved in the community, and you are as well. And uh, you, you are, as I read this story on the um, Hub City Spokes, Freddie is president of the local Miracle Lead League Board of Directors and director of Hattiesburg Dixie Youth Baseball. And in that um, role, you, you are actually uh, bringing something to the community down there that's pretty exciting. We're in the process of building a probably a $1.2 million field for special needs adults and kids. And, um, you know, we're in the fundraising design stage. And, uh, you know, Spire has helped out in some small ways with that. And, you know, we, we hope to, uh, you know, we hope to take that project and, uh, you know, uh, move with it so that we'll have an inclusive playground park, splash, splash pad, and, of course, a baseball field with turf that these kids that, you know, have problems uh, with wheelchairs or uh, walkers or things like that and uh, be able to have a field for them, too. You know, how does that relate to Spire? Well, you know, they, they see my car and truck out there. They see me out there with my Spire emblem. And they, you know, what is this, you know, what, you know how does that play in? So all these things, I think, play into relationships uh, plays into our business role and our development, if you will, because, um, you know, as anything, people are going to tend to do business with people they like. Uh, everybody likes to be liked. Freddie likes to be liked. But again, um, how does that parlay to business? Well, you know, you, you do business with, with people that you know and that you trust. And this is just another way that, you know, Spire helps us uh, and able to do that. And then, of course, with uh, Highway 98 at Pars and Lazy and that, because when I go up to somebody, they'll say, hey, did, aren't you that guy? Aren't you that? You know, it leads into a conversation that says, hey, yeah, oh, okay. So, you know, it leads into a conversation about gas, about natural gas, about development, about how we can help. And then, again, when they have that thought, and, you know, I need to get natural gas in my home or business, where they can say, well, that old baseball guy or Freddie, you know, we'll, we'll give him a call. So, <laughs> You know, I think it all, at the end of the day, um, it's a win-win. Well, Freddie, you are well-liked. <laughs> I'll throw that out there. You. So, Freddie, I appreciate you being with us today on the podcast, and thanks for all you all do. All right, thanks, Jason. Appreciate you. Until next time, stay safe and be sure to tune in to the next episode of the Beyond the Boots podcast. Beyond the Boots podcast.